Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's May 3rd, 1966. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. So, in future, the 3rd of May will, of course, be rightly acclaimed as the day we launch this podcast. Of course. <laughs> that doesn't need to be said. But for now, the most significant day in history that I think we should commemorate is the 3rd of May 1966, which was the moment the irritating party game Twister went viral. And it was against the odds, too. Uh, the game was developed in 1965, and the creators shopped it around town, but they found it difficult to get any manufacturers to pick it up because it was seen as too risque. Um, so it was originally marketed at teenagers, and there was a bit of a moral panic around petting parties, you know, heavy petting, petting-related things. And so <laughs> it didn't really take off. And then Sears Roebuck declined to include the game in its Christmas catalogue. And at the time, that was kind of a bit of a death sentence. So Milton Bradley, who were the manufacturers of the game, were considering discontinuing it. And then something happened to change its fortunes. And the very thing that happened was the exact opposite of the thing that had halted its progress in the first place, which was that Eva Gabor, star of the silver screen, got down on TV with Johnny Carson and played a game of Twister with him. A quite sort of, you know, mildly erotic, as the game is, uh, <laughs> game that obviously stimulated its sales. And lo and behold, <laughs> idiots. At- say there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, lo and behold, idiots at Milton Bradley. Look, the thing that people wanted was a quite sexy game to play together. So they were prudes, were they? They didn't like the idea that it could be um, seen as a sexy game because games were for kids. Was that the gist? Yeah, exactly right. That they'd shelved it, and in fact, it wasn't being allowed on either shelves at Sears or or it wasn't being included in the big toy fairs because the worry was that this was too sexy a game. And in fact, the the original cover of the game featured cartoon images of people having very wholesome looking fun to, Mm. I don't know, to pop the the, uh, concerning sexuality that's lurking in every box. (laughs) (laughs) The original slogan. I mean, in that sense, maybe Eva Gabor was the perfect person to play it with Johnny Carson because you've got two people there who are glamorous, but in their 40s. So you're not kind of making a Hollywood starlet get down on the floor and play it. You know, she's kind of... Her image was someone who was in control. She was a socialite. She was wealthy. And she was famous at the time for being in a sitcom called Green Acres, which was a huge hit, but it was about a kind of New York wife who relocates to the to the country. And gets but, down and dirty on a twister mat. Yeah. Well, no, so the, <laughs> the status game wasn't as clear-cut as you might think. Like, she, she had some power, I think, by playing mm. Twister with Johnny Carson. Although we'll never know, because we can't see the clip. I actually went in search of it to try to track down quite how naughty this thing was, what made everyone want to <laughs> For buy it. For research purposes. Obviously. Uh, but couldn't, yeah, couldn't find it. You, you can see stills. There's a few... Mm. Um, oh, it definitely happened. 
be too weird to make up. Yeah. And it does look like they're having quite a lot of fun, but it's hard to see exactly how much fun they're having. I did find Porn Stars Play Twister, which has had 250,000 oh, well, views on YouTube. Probably but, about um, the same, that, same experience. It's not from 1966. <laughs> <laughs> but in the retelling, it sounds as though it was all very kind of fluid. That it just, oh, there's the board game. And, and oh, Eva Gabor is up for it. And, oh, well, that means that Johnny's up for it also. And they all just sort of got involved. It doesn't. Yeah, it sounds as though it was Come on, semi- that's how chat shows are produced, Harry. And it all seems fluid and relaxed on set. Yes, Graham, I'd like a glass of Chardonnay. How nice of you to offer? <laughs> It to you me. mean I can't believe everything I see on television? I think they check first, are you a recovering alcoholic, before we find out what wine you want. Um, and it was the case on The Tonight Show back then as well. Are you a sexy woman with a low-cut dress who can promote a board game? Where... <laughs> anyway, um, the point is, the clip has been lost, so none of us can see the clip, as you suggested. But I have managed to find on the internet a clip of Merv Griffin doing it on the other side. They did exactly the same skit and kind of didn't mention that it had been on The Tonight Show, which millions of Americans had seen a few nights before. But it's exactly the same. I mean, it's three men in that scenario, so there's a different kind of sexual Mm -hmm. joke going on, but Mm -hmm. it's the same gag. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's break down some physical boundaries because we've got a game. Um, (laughs) And the audience absolutely fall about in hysterics. But it makes sense because it was the first game that ever used people as pieces. So there was like that novelty factor. I think Twister now, if you look back, seems a bit cheesy. We don't really need that kind of icebreaker these days. Mm. But it also is hysterical to play. Like it, it always seems like one of those games that you're going to get out and it's going to be terrible. But actually, once you start playing it, it just is silly and fun. I guess. I mean, you wouldn't want to be playing it with your pervy uncle at Christmas, would you? You don't want to be playing anything with your pervy uncle at Christmas. <laughs> Fair point. But I guess the, the whole point of it is it, it is an icebreaker. And in terms of status as well, like everyone's then in the same position. You have to do what the board tells you. But it's amazing how audiences related to it in these two black and white TV promotions. I mean, bear in, just think about that for a moment. The whole game is right hand red, left hand green. It's in black and white. Like, so you can't see the game and yet despite that according to the guy who uh, co-created the game there was a 50 person line at Abercrombie and Fitch the next day to buy it well the game was originally targeted to teenagers and that's part of the reason that it was seen as a bit too risque I heard a rival games company did call it sex in a box (laughs) which is a better title the creator of the game originally called it King's Footsie now that sounds like a, a bad headline about the royal family (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was actually very upset that they changed the name to Twister because he came from the Midwest and he associated it with fatal tornadoes. The next name that they were going to go with was Pretzel, but that is sex in a box for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, even that the, the business of it being targeted at teenagers and the moral panic and all of that that apparently went with it, there was this rash of press reports just after it sort of exploded and became enormously popular of teenagers who would hold twister parties and play the game in the nude. And that's it's a sort of horrifying thought for so many reasons, but also surely that was just media hysteria rather than a massive trend that was going on with well, Twister. Well, I mean, time. they could have been having sex, so it seems like nude twister is actually probably the more wholesome option. Yeah, and presumably strip <laughs> poker existed. Like, it's just that Twister was a new twist on what people were already doing. Getting naked and... I mean, I'm saying this like I played nude anything as a teenager. I can't think of an example. (laughs) I think there was like a truth or dare variant that I played once. Yeah, teens will take their clothes off Yeah, in in any era. I think think at some point I've seen people's penises as part of a punishment. (laughs) I just feel... (laughs) 
The weird thing as well is that Twister was almost ahead of middle America. They almost predicted the swinging 60s. Like it was Mm. seen as a bit too controversial at the time. And then America very quickly caught up. What happened in the end was that Milton Bradley ended up leaning into the game's more loose side. Mm. Uh, They even had a partnership with Seagram's Whiskey to make Twister-themed drinks recipes. So by then, they're very clearly not aiming it at the teenage market. It has become about sexy swingers of the 60s and, oh, let's have a few whiskies and see what happens. And that's where a Twister is a better name than Pretzel, isn't it? Or King's Footsie. We can agree King's Footsie's out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the toy actually was inducted into the US National Toy Hall of Fame as I'm sure we all know. Um, Did it go? Which... Did it send Connect Four in its place? <laughs> yeah, Made it to the ceremony? <laughs> um, history doesn't recount that bit, but it was inducted in 2015 alongside the Super Soaker and the Puppet. And that is a weird lineup wow. of toy Hall of Fame inductees, if ever I heard one. Well, the Super Soaker and Twister kind of go together in a porny way. It's the Puppet that feels like <laughs> yeah, it's it belongs to a different night. Also in the Hall of Fame is the ball and the stick. <laughs> I mean, this thing goes a long They're good way toys. They're yeah, good toys. Yeah, good toys. But I mean, the genius about the stick and the puppet, to an extent, because you can use a sock, is that they're free, aren't they? Whereas, I mean, I say genius. What's incredible genius about Twister from a you know marketing point of view is that you are paying £17.99 for a sheet of polythene and a cardboard spinner. I mean, the profit in Twister is absolutely eye-watering, isn't it? It's a crap shower curtain. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) I mean, that is a goldmine. That's what they should have called it. Tomorrow. Yes. Never mind the Grammys. They deserve an Ivan Novello for that. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.